My name's Paul Murphy and over the last two decades, one thing has constantly intrigued me. How do we get a consistent flow of targeted traffic to generate incredible profits and at the same time set up processes and systems that remove all the stresses and headaches that come with online marketing? Together, we will discover the unknown strategies that exist right now on how to set up powerful marketing systems that allow us to turn our businesses around fast and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. Today I want to talk about something that I don't hear many people talking about, and I always love covering stuff that I think's Something that you can really apply, that this is going to have an effect on your business, right? And this is not only going to have an effect on your business, it's going to have an effect on your social life and everything, on your family life, absolutely everything. Very, very few people do this, but it is, it's a skill that I developed over the last, actually over the last 20 years. I started developing this skill um, 20 years ago, right? I'll tell you the story in just a sec. But basically, it's the art of listening and not being the one who wants to talk and tell, right? And when you think about it, right, we've now got into a world where most people want to talk about themselves. Most people want to be heard. Very few people now seem to want to listen. In fact, 20 years ago, it wasn't as as bad as it is now. I think it's got worse, right? This is my opinion, right? But but I think this is a, this is such a vital skill because as a younger man, I was definitely a know-it-all. I was definitely a, I can remember, you know, up until the age of about, I don't know, 25, I had an answer for everything, right? <laughs> Absolutely everything. And then I can remember once somebody asked me something and I had the courage to say, I don't know. And it felt like a revelation. It felt like, oh my God, I just said, I don't know to something. And I don't know if that happens to all young people, but certainly, you know, I would say there was a section of my friends that was very similar. Like we were all know-it-alls, right? But it kind of goes through your life as well. So as you get older, you find that you, you're less interested in what other people have to say. You're more interested in what you have to say, right? And I know it's different for different people, but, but, I, but you know, if, you're, if this is you or if this has ever been you or if you, if you believe me, right, if you actually just start thinking about some of your friends and thinking about what they do – just nod or say yes to yourself now, right? Because this is what I observe, right? I, over, I mean, I'm 51 years old, so this is what I've reserved over my life. Most people now would rather talk than listen, right? And it's not the same for absolutely everybody, obviously, and you will know somebody who's a good listener or quiet. And actually, let me, th- let me ask you this, right? Those who are more inquisitive, right? If you've got somebody in your network who's more inquisitive, who will ask questions rather than want to talk about themselves, right? What's your general level of respect for them? And my guess is, is it's actually quite high, right? So my advice is, right, if you're struggling... Oh, and by the way, the other thing, the other caveat you can do to this, um, which I won't go into on this podcast, but this is part of it, right, is when you learn something, when you listen and you learn something, the next thing you should do is teach it, right? Because all the addiction programs, all the 12-step addiction programs... Soon as you kind of learn something, they say to go and teach it because it really sticks in, it cements in, right? But this is going to obviously serve you in your life because it's going to make you more rounded, it's going to make you have more experiences, you're going to know more about people. But one of the things that's really important here is that you're going to gain a lot more respect, right? 
And I'll give you some examples, right? So when I was back in, uh, when I was getting the job, when I was looking to get a job in um, in insurance, I'd basically been traveling around Europe. I then went to college and um, and then I was kind of, I was 29 years old. I didn't, I auditioned for the drama, the big drama schools in the, in the country and I didn't get in. I didn't even get past the second round, right? So I then kind of, Tower between my legs went back to back to insurance, but I was 29 years old and I hadn't got a career. And I was quite worried about this at this stage. I was thinking, oh my God, I'm nearly 30 and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a temp. I'm working as a temp in an insurance company. So that was a three month gig. And then I got taken on. And when I got taken on as a full time employee, I made up my mind to become a team leader. Right. I thought, right, I'm going to get a career now. I'm going to do something about this. And I gave myself a six month time frame to do it. And I decided to gamify it. Right. So. For those who haven't listened to past episodes, I'll quickly recap on what I did um, so that it kind of ties in with what I'm talking about. But basically, I just kind of worked out all the things I've done wrong in the past and I just made like little 1% changes. One of the things was like I didn't um, I didn't um, clock watch. I didn't have, um, throw, have sick days, you know, have pretend sick days off. I didn't have one single sick day off. Um, I respected management, right? I wasn't arguing with them all the time and things like that like I've done when I was younger. I um I'd come up with ideas. I'd put them in the, the the selection box and I wouldn't moan if they didn't get taken on. But one of the things I did, this is kind of the key thing here, right? Was that I would go outside. I used to smoke, right? And you could go out for a cigarette break basically. I think you could have like a 10-minute break in the morning and a 10-minute break in the afternoon, right? So we would everyone who smoked would go out and have a 10-minute cigarette break. And of course, people would be out there because it was outside, obviously a little area, moaning, just complaining about this, that, and the other in the company, right? It was actually one of the best jobs I ever had. It was There was very little to complain about, but you could if you wanted to, right? You could find something, I suppose, with any company. But there would be uh, people out there moaning about this, that, and the other. And some of these people were applying for management jobs and not getting them. And I sort of noticed that, and I was thinking, well, I don't want to be that guy, right? If I'm really good at everything, and the only thing that stops me is that I've got a negative attitude... I don't want that to be the thing that they say, yeah, but you know he's outside moaning about everything. If you give him a team leader job, he's going to be horrendous, right? So I was like, I'm not going to do it. Now, the older me would have done it, right? I, I'm, I very much, especially as a younger man, was that, was that person, right? I would moan and I would say. So I just went outside and I just started asking people about them so that the conversation didn't go to me, right? So I would just be sort of out there listening, going, yeah, be quite quiet most of the time. But then if, you know, if, if they were talking about something, I would just ask them to elaborate or tell me a bit more. And I learned so much about people, right? I started to, you know, learn how to listen. And that was when I really first started to develop this skill. And then what happened actually was the by, the byproduct of that was by the time I left that company, I was with that company two years. And when I left, I was sort of team leader, project manager. And, um, and in that period of time, I got, to, got loads and loads of friends and um, I even dated, I dated one girl and then she left and, and went uh, to university. And then I dated um, the PA to the MD, basically. Um, and I, I left that company um, to start my own business two years later. And I had a lot of friends and I had a lot of people respected me in that company. And I felt very, um, it was very different to the experiences I'd had when I was younger. And I put a lot of that down to the fact that I was, I was the guy asking questions and and curious and interested in people, right? And not so interested in talking about myself. 
And I could, and so, so when you actually reverse it, so instead of being the person that wants to be heard and be listened to, if you're the person who starts to listen, all these other things start to happen, right? People start to respect you. They start to notice you. And you think, you think, you don't think that's going to happen because you think, well, if I'm not talking, people aren't going to notice me, but they do because everybody else is generally talking, right? Or everyone else is trying to be heard, right? So, I'll give you another example, right? This is quite an interesting one, right? So the film Train Spotting came out in 1996. And back in the day when the films come out, you'd get DVDs. And on one of the DVD extras, they would have commentary and things like that. And Ewan McGregor, who was the lead role, Renton, he was talking to the director, Danny Boyle. Um, and he said to him, he said, I can remember saying to you, you know, do I need to act a bit more? He said, it feels like I'm doing nothing. Like, when you give me a line, I'm doing that. And I have very few lines. Like, even though he's the lead character in the film, if you actually watch it all the way through, he has pretty much the least amount of lines. Um, a lot of it's just kind of the way he's quiet and reacting and dealing with things. And he was like, shall I overact there? Because I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing much on camera. And Danny Boyle said, wait till you see it. You are. He said, it's, it, you'll see that it's all about you, Right. But the fact that you're not talking quite so much or just sitting there or you're doing something, it's all about how you're responding to this, how you're going navigating your way through this life, right, as a heroin addict. And it was fascinating. And like, when I re-watched the film, I was like, oh, my God, that was what happened with me in, when I was at that company, you know, because I wasn't say, look at, saying to everyone, look at me, hear me, hear me. People were looking at me and people were hearing me, right? And then... And then I applied it in my social life, you know, and I like if I if I go to family events or events where I'm out with friends and stuff, I want to know about them. I'd rather, I, you know, one, obviously, if I talk about marketing to people who are not marketing, they don't care anyway. <laughs> I learned that quite fast. But but the other thing is, that obviously, when you're out and you're, you know, interested in other people, you learn so much more. You, 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 you actually have a better time as well, like when you're around people, because you feel like you've learned so much more about them, right? Um, and you know, it's kind of a really, it's a good skill to develop. It's really good, um, thing to develop. It will help you with business. It'll help you with life. And then obviously once you actually, so say for instance, you're learning from people in, you know, whatever industry you're trying to learn in, like you're learning from me or you're learning from a, from somebody in some, you know, a, a course or something. The next thing is is to go and get results with someone else, go and teach it because then it sticks in, right? So that's the next kind of step to this. But it's kind of outside of what I wanted to cover in this in this episode today. But I just wanted to add that in, right? So if you really, if you're learning something new and it's really, you know, it's, it really kind of feels like it's changing your life, then obviously the next step is to go and teach it, right? Go and teach it to somebody or show somebody um, that thing, right? Um, because that's what they cover in the 12-step programs. But but yeah, so yeah, if you're the sort of person, like, it, it, think about it, right? I, do, do you find yourself doing that a lot? When you're out with people, when you're doing stuff in in your groups and things like that, um, I'm not in your Facebook groups, I mean, in your social groups and things like that, when you're, you know, doing different things, are you the one who just can't wait to talk and tell everyone, or are you observing and listening? And, you know, what what I might propose to you is to try and experiment Try and experiment. Try and see how how much more value you get out of those those encounters by doing that and how much people change towards you over a period of time. It won't happen immediately, but over a period of time, how are people changing towards you? And also, if you want if you're kind of thinking like, will this work? 
just think about the people who are the quietest in your group and things like that and how you respect them or what you think about what other think about them. And that will help you, right? Because you'll think, oh, my God, yeah. And they kind of help you notice. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of a different episode today, right? Something different, something different to think about. But again, I don't see many people talking about this. It's something I, I'm a very deep thinker. I love to think about all sorts of things, right? And one of the things that, you know, I've noticed over the years, and I've heard a couple of people um, mention it in certain scenarios, but not really like this. And I just thought it'd be really good to bring it on. And, you know, hopefully it'll help you. Um, and again, for the for, for the thinkers out there or for the, you know, for the um, um, for the ones who are interested in psychology and things like that, you know, even if you don't change it, obviously just observe, see what goes on, see who, see, you know, what it's like in your networks and things like that. Right. So, yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. I'll catch you on the next one. If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free targeted evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube, then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads. Now, the great thing is, is that your first two weeks are completely free. To get started, head over to iservefirst.com. That's iservefirst.com. Links in the show notes. And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.